This episode is dedicated to my brother, Arjun, a fellow mafia story enthusiast and podcaster. He has been on this podcast journey with me from the beginning and has shown nothing but love and incomparable friendship with over these years. He is one of the people who I get excited about laughing with, can understand inner struggles with, can share stories, conspiracies, ideas, books, and jokes with, and I always learn something new and valuable. Arjun, brother, you mean a lot to me, and although this episode is about Omerta, I'm not silent on the world knowing you are an amazing person and friend. Please check out Arjun's podcast, Deep Into History, for a historical journey that will transform the way you look at what you thought you knew. Now on with the show. Silence is so weird. It's exactly what we want and what we don't want. Our kids are loud and we tell them to shut up so we can have quiet. But we bury ourselves in anything that will distract us from being silent and hearing what's in our head. It's like we want selective silence. Silence that will take over the distracting sounds in our area, but not the silence that allows us to think. If the dog acting in its own nature barks, we tell it to shut up. If the blender is loud in the morning and we don't want to wake the husband, we tell it, stop, shh, stop, as if the blender will hear us. Not that I've done that. But when we have that silence we want, we are uncomfortable and reach for our phone or for music. You want to sit on the porch and enjoy your cup of tea, but you have to have something else there so you can't hear your mind. Can you have selective silence and enjoy your time when you have silence? It seems that most people want the silence they put distractions in front of, which is the silence of the mind. It would be great to meditate with no distractions and be like a Zen monk with nothing on our mind. But it's so hard. It's hard for a lot of reasons, but one of them is because you don't practice omerta. Omerta is the mafia code of silence, which prevents members from talking about the mafia outside of the family. It's a blood oath taken seriously with your life. Breaking omerta means you are a dead man walking. It's an honor code between family members, which states that business can be taken care of within the family, and a spectacle doesn't need to be made out of family business. If business is to be displayed, it is for a reason, a message. Like when John Gotti had Paul Castellano and Thomas Bellotti killed outside of Sparks Steakhouse in New York City. There have been people who have broken it throughout Mafia history, including Sammy Gravano, Joe Valachi, Tomasco Brusetta, but their cooperation with law enforcement left a streak on Mafia trust and provided valuable insight into law enforcement. When you think about what you say outside of your own mind 
or to other people, do you regulate your speech according to the listening party? Of course you do. You don't speak to your co-workers the same way you speak to your dog. Good boy, you did this month's quarterly reports. Who wants a treat? But I bet you have a hard time practicing self-amurda in your head. This involves understanding the language you hear and the processes you have about how you interpret actions and which ones to remain silent about. Self-amurda is not flipping off the jerk who cut you off then slowed down in front of you. Mental amurta is continuous practice of you do you and letting people make their own karma while you stay in your own lane and choose to do good so your bad business doesn't end up outside of your scope. Daily omerta is enjoying the moments of silence you are in tune to throughout your day. Silence should be a protected investment, an oath to yourself and to the people around you that practicing silence gives you the space to sort out the crazy in your head so you can come back to the family table with a rational human thought process and pattern of speech rather than an emotional ego-protective reaction which draws out the worst in people. I used to spend a day in silence about once a month, and that was the happiest day of the month each time I think back about when I did it. The best of the best days is when I spent it physically and verbally alone. I could hear so much, and I had to turn around in my head to face my mind and say, I'm here to listen, not to react. We have a code of amerta today, self, so nothing will leave this space unless I need advice. Yes, this is hard if you can't get away from people and it's hard because your brain can act like a muscle you haven't used in a while. But if you do self-amurda for a minute, you have done better for yourself in that minute than 10 minutes ago. Just keep working it like you are practicing a 5K run. There are good days, bad days, days you don't want to run, sometimes it hurts, and sometimes it's awesome. But if you never practiced your own amurda, how could you rationally and clearly have emotions and thoughts that come from a place of reason. At the end of the day, you are your longest commitment. Better enjoy yourself while you are here. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow me on Twitter at MindChicken or leave a review on iTunes. Listen to anywhere you listen to podcasts or visit chickenmindnuggets.com.